gonna say I'm with Darius on this, but like I I don't care about sushi that much either. If someone's like, hey, let's go out for sushi, I'd be like, like, all right, cool. If someone's like, yo, sushi? Oh, man, I'm going to let you have your opinion, but to me, I don't care. Side. I know Wesley and Addy be uh, nutting all over their fish and whatnot. And then eating it? Yeah. Fucking nasty ass. (laughs) My my own tartar sauce. Yeah. Nah, I like like sushi. All right, let me just go there. Platinum games again so and just check this. There's so much tartar everywhere. Oh, there's so much tartar. What's going on, guys? It is episode 16 of the Mark Podcast. Uh, I am Wesley, uh, the one and only. Uh, what's going on? How's it going? We just recorded a no, you didn't. little bit. And Don't talk about it. lost that. Stop. I have no idea what he's talking Sorry. about. I have no idea what he's talking about. My name's Hag. How's <laughs> it going? What's going on? It's your boy, Young Boobis Batch, the Buddy Reese Biscuit in the Batch. Uh, I'm a Kung Fu nigga. You nailed it. You still got the same thing. There you go. And I'm Nico. Hello. Hi. How's it going? All right. So, <laughs> yeah, we got some of this done. Audio wasn't going properly. So, we're going to come back to what we discussed, not on the podcast, <laughs> um, towards the end. So no, see, I'm going to need you come to come back around to it, you know? Bleep whatever he just said, because we didn't record anything. This is the first recording. We're just the first now take. recording. First take. What are the first take odds? We, we never start over. That's the biggest cap I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. So they don't know that. Let's just go window shopping with the last few things that I have here. All right. Sure. All right. In a recent survey that Sony was conducting, um, they asked whether respondents would be interested in streaming their games to other devices like Nintendo Switch or Apple TV. And they said no. So let me I'll pull this article up because actually I think I already pulled it up. Yeah, I did. Because um, they got some cool things in here. Uh. Um, so it says Sony's doing some research. Thank you for ruining the uh, podcast. Uh, You're welcome. Into the popular remote play feature. Yeah, they asked people if they were interested in streaming their games to other devices. It also asks whether users would be enticed by an offline version of remote play. Don't know what that means. <laughs> no need. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> elsewhere in the questionnaire, the platform holder uh, posits posits the possibility of playing previous generation games such as PS1 and PS2 via remote play. Interesting. Um, There are also references to minor quality of life improvements such as the removal of unused controls on the touchscreens to free up display space, but perhaps the most interesting of all is reference to a smaller portable on-the-go DualShock, which would include a screen and allow you to play your games in a more convenient Wii U-esque format. They're all interesting ideas, and while they're unlikely to all be in active production, it's fascinating to learn a little bit more about where the, the uh, where PlayStation's mind is at. Wii U, Wii U. I know what they're talking about. I just wish they didn't say Wii U. That's the article that said that. Why couldn't, why couldn't they just say uh, PS Vita? I'd rather that. I guess because the Wii U is kind of like it's thought of as a controller. Whereas the PS Vita is usually isn't because uh, the whole console. Forget the Vita. 
Because the, um, the, yeah, the gamepad is for the Wii U is technically the whole is a controller. I still don't understand console. what offline version of remote play means. That doesn't make that sense makes to no me. sense to me. Don't worry about any of that. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> and the article even says though it doesn't elaborate on how this would actually work. Exactly. Fantastic. Um. Yeah. So that that's interesting. Thank you, Sony. This is from uh, Sammy Barker over at Push Square. Sammy, who wrote that article? Push boy. Forget push boy. I'm a, I'm a push boy. Push me. Suck. All right. Well, we only have one more thing <laughs> that we didn't go over in the first unrecorded part of this podcast. Um, what are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. He keeps saying that. <laughs> it doesn't make any. What's doesn't wrong make with any you? sense. Nintendo has quote no plans. To release a new Nintendo Switch model this year, putting to rest the heavily rumored expectation of a Pro model being released. So, we've been hearing for a while, over a year now, that there was going to be a Pro model of the Nintendo Switch coming out. Um, These these same rumors were alongside the rumor of of uh, the light model, which did come out. Yes. Um... And we thought maybe with the consoles, with the new generation starting this year, that they would want to be able to kind of kick some more power into the Switch. But Nintendo themselves says that they're not releasing anything this year. So either there's no Pro model ever coming anymore, or they're just going to kind of be a new iteration of the Switch next year, maybe. We'll have to find out. So the quotes say... Um, regarding Nintendo Switch, we believe that it is important to continue to communicate the appeal of both Nintendo Switch systems and expand the installed base. Please note that we have no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model during 2020. And then it also there's another quote that says, We feel that we have not fully yet communicated the special features and appeal of Nintendo Switch Lite, so we will continue to address the, this going forward. So yeah, they're focusing on what they have right now. And they're not releasing anything new. Okay. Understandably. I mean, Nintendo's always been uh, uh, not necessarily cognizant of everyone else. So, they like to do their own thing. You ain't wrong. Yeah, we'll just see how that pans out for them. Because as the Mm. new consoles come out, it's going to be even harder to port third-party things to To the Switch. Switch. I was Um, about to say. I just want to make sure. I would would flip the table and leave. (laughs) Oh, if you didn't if you didn't like my laughing before, don't let that happen. <laughs> oh God. Okay. What's next? Okay. Should I go back around and do all the all the window shopping stuff now? I feel uh, like I should. I feel like it makes weird. It would be weird if I did it later. Just go, go for it. Yeah, go. All right. I'll try to repeat what I said before. All right. Let's yeah. just let's just move through this. Try the. Eliminate any dead air and just get your thoughts out as quick as possible. Yes. And discuss and then move on quick. All right. So, next thing, a game preservation project is trying to collect and preserve every Flash game it can get its hands on. Oh. Hmm. This uh, this project is called Flashpoint. Um, It has been in development since early 2018, and it's particularly relevant now because Adobe is ending support for Flash by the end of this year. F in the chat for Adobe. Yeah, Flash, player. Yeah, Flash was a part of so much, <clears throat> both it, as an animation software. I don't and actually remember games. any Flash games. You're stupid. Very. Like there was the one with the Happy Wheels. Sure. Facts. There was the one where you where you were the black man. And you got to beat the shit out of villagers to get taxes from them, as taxes work now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There was a one where you were like the stick. I think this is one one of like the first iterations of it, though I could be wrong. Where you're the stick dude and you had to shoot the apple off dude's head, or you could shoot him in the throat. Hmm. I think or, there's like ten of those games. Facts. More than nuts if you were me and my sister. That was yeah. an accomplishment of our own. There's yeah. a lot of good old Flash games out there. I used to play, you know, uh, Crush the Castle, uh, Warfare 1917. Oh, yeah. Was I don't remember any of them. Do, does Balloon's Tower Defense run off of Flash? Yeah, probably. Oh, oh wait. Hopefully it's... Oh, literally it's any game on the web is basically Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it was made before, like, 2012. I kind of want to go back and play Balloon's Tower Defense. So, this cool project has preserved over 38,000 games so far. Jeez. Wow. It's that's like more than that's, four. That's like four regular games. Oh. What's <laughs> 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 the problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, all right, all right. Under, understand this. I'm going to be honest. Most of them games about to be trash. That's true. It's like most of them games probably trash. Let's a, be honest. A lot of those, I mean, a lot of them are a lot of older games that, that are definitely on there. There's, there's always some like, like you know, older like Disney games and like things like that that aren't as interesting. Um, I don't know. There's some games back that used to be on Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network's websites that I kind of want to look for. The Cartoon Network games. Oh my! Don't no, you get me I wonder. No, the, I, I wonder do if those remember are those more. I remember those. I wonder if those are preserved. I got to check that out. Um, what game do we play? Like just to mention the one, there was, there was one where like it was an Ed and Eddie game, and you were, they had like a basket down like near the bottom of the screen, and you had to, you had to like use like machines and contraptions to get the jawbreaker from one from like the top part of the screen to like into the basket, and that oh that was that was oh, awful. Sounds great. Um. Sounds like you had a time. I did. There's also 2,400 animations. And it's all running on 13 different platforms because you can also play games that are like HTML5 and stuff like that on here as well. Uh, but Flash is the main focus. Um, yeah, there are a number of just different game genres. Is this one guy doing this? No, I don't think so. Uh, it yo, can't be, yeah. 38,000 of them? It better not be one dude. It's only been like two years since they started this thing. Okay. So yeah. that's, a lot of, that's a lot of games for, for, for two years. Um, right. And uh, yeah. There's adult games on there too, by the way. Mm. So that's that. Oh, takes, no, that takes, I have that, to get it. That takes up a good chunk of them. Um, definitely not all of it, though. You can download the client They're from the website. You. <laughs> you can download the client from the website, and then you can basically download every every game that you want individually as you want to play it. Or you can download everything at once, which takes 290 gigs of space. Whoa. No, I'm good. It's I'm all right. It's like four games. I want to smack you. <laughs> and as you can tell from that comment, someone on this podcast does not value their teeth. Um, Just in your context to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm be really though. Yeah, we did a fucking have to restart. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That was something we said last time, and I've just been making a point to just keep saying You it. absolute slut. So look forward to that in the, in the near future. I got a goo. All right. Um, Next. And you can get it from their website, bluemaxima.org slash flashpoint, if you want to check that out. I would definitely check it out. It's very cool. Don't. I did it, I downloaded it yesterday. Um, next. Rumor has it that there are two Silent Hill games in development. Um, this is coming from Jody McGregor over at PC Gamer. 
This, uh, this rumor comes from a Twitter user, Aesthetic Gamer, who previously provided accurate leaks for Resident Evil 3 Remake and Resident Evil 7's Not a Hero DLC. Um, so they have some credibility. They say that it's the, the that the uh, story goes that Konami reached out to developers to pitch two new Silent Hill games, one being a soft reboot of the main series, and the other being a more episodic game style like Telltale or Until Dawn. So, All I gotta say is hopefully Konami hands to someone and lets them do their thing. Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, I, w- I would just go in a completely different direction with Silent Hills, which is the first time I'm definitely saying this. Um, PT was, a, was different from Silent Hills, but still had the feeling of Silent Hills, if that makes sense. Yeah. I never knew the feeling of Silent Don't Hills. Don't do that with this one. By the way, the game... The- <laughs> By the by the way, the game is Silent Hill. The S the S was actually added to the to the to the reboot that Kojima was working on. Oh really? Yeah, the games were actually called te- technically called different things. Uh, so in in the would be new one, there was multiple hills. Yes. Okay. Indeed. It's like the hills have eyes, only they're not talking. I thought you were gonna say it's like the hill has eyes, only the first one only had one eye. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Things that should have been said but weren't. Oh dear. That was some new comedy for you. Let's move on to the next thing. Oh, go away, there won't go be. Go through more. all the, all this again. Nintendo announced a bunch of information about Pokemon Home. From uh, this is from Ethan Gash over at Kotaku. So okay. Yeah, that's cool. Next. Let's just run through all the information <laughs> real quickly. Just run through this shit. So, Pokemon Home is the replacement for Pokemon Bank which is an online service that allows you to, to transfer Pokemon from one game to another, um, mainly just moving them up, basically, or storing them there. Um, so there's going to be a free version and a paid version of this. The free version, or the paid version is called Premium. The free version is called Basic. The Premium version is going to have the ability to move Pokemon from Pokemon Bank, the old service, up to Pokemon Home, so you can bring them all the way up to... Sword and Shield, and let's go Eevee, and let's go Pikachu. Real quick. Uh, you guys just thought something. I want to make a note. Uh, this episode is going to be called uh, The Market C- Podcast, The Definitive Edition. Gee. Why? Because <laughs> it's a remake. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> With a better stuff. <laughs> oh, I would actually just call it The Definitive Edition in, in, sure. like, in the title. Because sure. otherwise it's going to be called The Market Podcast Episode, whatever, The Market Podcast, The Definitive Edition. That's the, that's the comedy. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh dear. I'll figure it out. Um, the premium version will allow you to store up to 6,000 Pokemon. Shoot. And the free version will be able to store up to 30. So that's more for just like... Which ain't nothing. Bringing over mm. your favorites, basically. Um, the premium version will allow you to put up to 10 Pokemon in a Wonder Box at once. And the free version will only let you put three. So you we'll can exp- wonder trade ten of them, or if you're broke, three of them at yeah. once. We'll explain all that in Forget a second. Um, the number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS, the Global Trading System, is three for premium, one for basic. Um, hey, Hyg, might I interject? Did you know that <laughs> I can't do it? <laughs> I can't do it. Ah, uh, oh, jeez. Um, Make the joke again. On the premium version, you can... Joke. <laughs> joke. Initiated. Did you know? What the fuck? Did you know that at one point that it, w- it was almost called the World Trade Center? Why? 
I don't know. <laughs> it made sense. I, I mean, it makes sense. It's yeah. just, but like... Now it's not, obviously. They were just like... See, Japan, that hurts me. Why would you do that? No, it doesn't. It would have hurt a lot of people. <laughs> would have hurt somebody. The world on that day, it hurt a lot of people. Um, on the premium subscription, you can you can participate and host a uh, a room trade. And in the basic subscription, you can only participate in a room trade. And then finally, um, you if you're in a premium, if you have a premium subscription, you can use the judge function, um, which I'll explain as well. And if you're using the free version, you can't do that. So, and then, so the premium service costs three dollars a month or sixteen dollars a year. Um, it's quite an increase from the whatever one or five dollars a year that Pokemon Bank used to be. Um, uh, the premium subscription also gives you one free month of Pokemon Bank that you can use to get everything in order from the past Pokemon games too. So like, you know, Pokemon get Spank. all your stuff moving up um, without having to pay extra. Uh, so then the, the two quotes from. The article say, there are three ways to trade Pokemon with home. The first are wonder boxes that let players trade mystery Pokemon to random strangers around the world. The second are trade rooms where up to 20 people meet in a lobby and make offers. Finally, there's the global trade system that lets players request specific Pokemon. Paid subscribers get better versions of each of these, which I already explained. So, yeah, those are the different kinds of systems you can you can trade your Pokemon through. Um, and then on top of that, E E. e. In addition, in addition like to facilitating e. trades and moving Pokemon between games, the home app will have more extensive Pokemon Pokedex entries to the, than the games themselves, telling players things like which moves a Pokemon can learn. It'll also have information on current ranked battles and online competitions taking place in Sword and Shield, so players can get a feel for what Pokemon and move sets are popular at the moment. Then there's the judge feature, which discerning players will really need, since it's the only way to get deeper stat readouts on the Pokemon in your collection. So <clears throat> I don't know how detailed they're going to be, but this could, but this is going to, I feel this is going to bring a lot more people into the ranked, like competitive Pokemon, because if you like, I don't know, Lapras, uh, which my sister, that's my, that's her favorite Pokemon, she'll be like, oh, Lapras, this is this is like one of three sets that Lapras usually runs. These are the Pokemon that would like to have Lapras on their team. Mm -hmm. So if you like Lapras, try going for this team. Oh, so it's like a Multifier. More or less, yeah. That's cool. Or a Blitz. Because God like, knows we need that in, in uh, competitive Pokemon. Oh my god. It's just so complicated, man. If you thought the League of Legends rune pages were difficult, tried, yeah. try choosing one of 498 moves. Yeah, I know. I realized. Stop. What happened? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, um, hey, yo, give my boy Lepra some health care. Uh, he still hasn't had any health care. I just got myself health care recently. Congratulations. Then I can afford health care. He is a boat. That's true. <laughs> you get boat insurance. I also, exactly. I also now can afford health care. No, you can't. You're welcome. What? All right. What? Continue. Um, <laughs> I gave you the money <laughs> that I gave me. him. So you're welcome. Do I feel like talking Actually, about this Overwatch stuff again? Real quick. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, on the on the previous iteration of this episode of the podcast, I was actually uh, paying my healthcare. <laughs> Get me sick, man. Are you serious? <laughs> good host. Well, good co-host. I mean, you guys didn't realize, so. Sure. Oh, shit. 
I honestly don't, sure don't feel like talking about this Overwatch thing yet. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, just mention it. I'll say what I gotta say because that's all that needs to be said. Skim through it. All right, so there's some big changes coming to Overwatch. Oh boy. Um, they're changing things about balance updates, and they're adding something called hero pools. So, mm. balance updates are now going to be more frequent, more aggressive, and made with a different mindset. Are they? Yes. It's real nice, Blizzard. It's real nice. Uh, I'm still not going to play your game, though. Good old Blizzard. <laughs> so they're going <laughs> to... This is a disaster. <laughs> Yo, I, this, this dude, Hog, just gave up. He's like, God, I hate this. Yo. I don't know about you guys, but losing 35 minutes of the podcast... It's the best thing it, that's ever happened yeah. to us. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm like... That's why I was laughing. This is... I'm having so much fun. Because occasionally, Hog will break character, and he's like... All right, so God, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> yeah. right, <laughs> I'm just gonna read through it. That's uh, why this is called the definitive edition. There's also gonna be a new experimental patch game mode that you can play, so that they can test out new changes that they're putting into the game in the main game without having to use the PTR, really? which is only available on PC previously. I hadn't heard that before. What is it? I <laughs> 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 doesn't. I'm not fucking with you right now. <laughs> But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, to to uh, get get on that subject, uh, it's it's good because then they can uh, uh, do like fast fast acting like uh, fixes to bugs and different um, balance changes because uh, it's all in like in house so to speak. Yeah. I do um, remember that if a character was abusive, you were just like, all right, well, you're stuck with that for like the next six exactly. months until they. Until they change it, and it's like, yeah. Exactly. It's like a Destiny gun. If it's broken, it's going to be broken for a few months. Pretty much. Um, that's So that's good for balance. I think it's going <sighs> to be good for the game. I, I'm going to try I think I might pop back in for a little bit and just see how things are popping. Hmm. Um, the other interesting thing is called Hero Pools, which are coming to competitive only um, and Overwatch League um, next starting next season, and that starts somewhere in March. Yes. So every week, a few heroes won't be available to play for that week. So there's going to be a certain amount of heroes that are going to be basically turned off in competitive. So you're going to be forced to do certain comps and certain meta changes for that week only, um, which is going to make competitive a lot more interesting. And it's going to add some more variance to the game where there isn't that much room for variance because it really is just a matter of what champion or what like characters you pick and what... Uh, and what a map you end up on. Um, on top of that, the uh, what you call it, the um, you can do it. Sound it out. I don't remember what I was gonna say about it. Well, yeah, this gives to like. Now listen. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I like this um, for this change for competitive way more than I do. Um, uh, like, you know, regular, like, solo queue. Yeah. That's not what that's called. No. Quick play? <laughs> Quick play. He yeah. noticed. He was like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like, more than I do actual, like, you know, like, norms or whatever. That's not what that's called. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Salt League of Legends. So, yeah, yeah, Like, normal play, um, and I actually meant to say pro play, not competitive. Good old norms. Yeah, um, I like this more for pro play because, uh, like... I've seen in, in pro play there's like a meta and the same with like uh, com competitive ranked but uh, 
more so pro play. I've seen like where there's a set meta and they're there in that meta for like the whole season or something. Yes. And it's, it gets tiring seeing that and it gets really boring. Uh, so this really like forces uh, teams to play different styles and comps and stuff. So yeah, I think it, yeah. it's good for a pro play. Like I said, the still doesn't make me want to play Overwatch. So. It, uh, Sorry, it, it requires uh, competitive teams to be able to uh, have multiple play styles and a number of different uh, skills and whatnot in their pocket. They don't. They can't run back the same thing every single week. Yeah. When they play, they this have to change it up. This is how it's going to work in Overwatch League, which starts in March. Um, well, maybe it's just before that. But So starting March 7th, the Overwatch League will make one tank, one support, and two damage heroes unavailable for selection during each m- match weekend. Um, so you're going to have four characters that are disabled for that weekend. Um, then there's some rules around it. The heroes will be randomly selected from a group of eligible heroes based on play rate data, and from the previous two weeks of Overwatch League matches, only heroes that are being played regularly can be pulled from the next hero pool. Um, no hero will be unavailable for two weeks in a row, which is good. Yeah. Um, hero pools will not be used for mid-season tournaments, the play-in tournament, playoffs, or grand finals. All heroes will be available for those matches. And then on top of that, uh, teams will be informed of, of each week's hero pool approximately one week in advance of the matches. That's so good. they have time to prepare as well to, to think about what, um, do we, what do we want to do without those characters. Something there, uh, actually, that's not in the article, but I see over to the side. I saw this a couple of days ago. Yeah, uh, Overwatch League is moving exclusively to YouTube gaming. Yeah, so interestingly enough. They're, they're getting off Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> And I heard people were pissed about it. That's there be- are it, like it is because Activision Blizzard got a deal with YouTube, hmm. so yeah. anything Call of Duty um, and a few off, other things so are moving over there as well. Do? Yeah, yeah. So, but this kind of stuff Twitch is just getting fucked. Are there like a lot of people that are genuinely watching on those platforms as much as Twitch? I mean, YouTube gaming is interesting because there's not really, you don't really like go there to discover people very easily. Yeah. Um, you go to watch people you already subscribe to. I've only discovered one person through YouTube live stream, and that was because I was watching something related to an event that was going on in Destiny, and now I'm subscribed to him. But other than that, you don't really find people. Same goes for Facebook. Although there's actually like a central location to look for that, but there's Facebook live gaming is like. Yeah. I've genuinely watched two people stream on YouTube. The rest of it is just like, I'll go to Twitch. I used to watch, um, back when I was actually into Overwatch, I used to watch um, uh, Diggums uh, play, oh, oh, yeah. play Overwatch. Because uh, he ex- streamed exclusively on YouTube. And Diggums and his squad all, like, they were like a voice. And they're not voice actors, but they were aspiring voice actors. And uh, they all had a specific voice that they'd do for Overwatch. So I believe Diggums was Genji. Uh, and then uh, there's another girl, the Widowmaker girl. Yeah, I remember her. Um, I ended up following, no, not following, I subscribed to her on YouTube. I'm still subscribed to her on YouTube. But um, yeah, like, uh, they were really cool. And then I fell off a roll rush, so yeah. Oops. But and then that ship sailed. A person, I was wa- a person I used to watch on Twitch who streams, like Destiny mainly, and some other games as well, she moved off to Facebook Gaming for about a year and a half. And she just came back because 
like Facebook was being not very good. Did she actually have people that watched her? They weren't very plus all. She was for a while, and then something happened to her channel where like the views went from being like in the five hundreds to being in the one hundreds, like overnight. That's weird. And then it didn't it didn't come back from that. And she like on Facebook? Yeah, and she communicated back and forth with them. And they were like, yeah, something that might happen to your channel. It might have been flagged by accident. Like, let's get this sorted. They never fixed it. So she left. She was like, I'm not staying here anymore. Actually, no, they kicked her out. Oh, wow. Because they were like, they, there's a thing that was happening where they were like, uh, you're, you know, you're not doing so well on, your, on the platform. They were just basically like, if you don't get, if you don't bring your viewership up in the next two weeks, you're not going to be a partner anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so she was why. like, "I'm the reason why I'm not getting any viewers is because you guys haven't fixed this problem yet." So she left. She came back to Twitch, which is good for me at least because I, I I don't care about watching her on Facebook Facebook gaming. So That's I'm watching her on Twitch now. It's a big way. <clears throat> that was not a story I told before, by the way. So you got some new information. I mean, Sick I, definitive edition. I mean, I get it if you were paid to go over to Facebook, but I can't imagine anyone voluntarily going. I think isn't Disguise Toast on there now? Yeah. Yeah. Red Mercy's on there too, apparently. Yeah. Don't, so, you, have, so is, don't uh, you have to pay to go to to be on to like to do the YouTube shit? Huh? Don't no. You, okay. you don't have to pay no, for no. any of that. It's yeah. It's just a matter of getting paid from okay. these pe- companies. I was under the impression that you had to pay to use yeah. that shit. Um, I don't know why. Wesley, last recording was the beta. This one's got the features in the definitive edition. Yes. Yes. The beta yes, sir. Work, the beta oh. Why do you sound <laughs> like you're trying to? Why are you telling like you're trying to sing like Chop Suey or something? Cheat. That was him. Yeah. That was him. I, either way. Wow. I said, of course. I was like, wake up. Yeah, you know this video with the facials. <laughs> it's actually what it sounds like. Wow. Dude. That was a lot closer than I thought it was. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's look at this last thing in the, in the uh, window shopping. I want to. Uh, we get you to say it out of nowhere. Get out. Um, let's take no. a look at this Nintendo Switch uh, Animal Crossing themed edition. Oh now, I know, now I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, Dre. But this is clean. This is very clean. You know, if I were to predict what it would look like, I would say that it would be it would be like light blue and light green. Uh, maybe you'll have a little uh, like a little little raccoon dudes on the actual like. Like the wait, dock. Wait, wait, wait. You saw this before? No. I'm just saying, if I were a part of Nintendo, that's something that I would do. Maybe I'd put like, maybe I'd have a case with like, with like, with some leaves on it, uh, or maybe I would like put some. Maybe I'd like embroider like the, you know like the back of the switch to have a few leaves on. I, I'm throwing out ideas. You know what? We're not even gonna look at it because he just described it. You could put it right here. We're done. <laughs> Nintendo, hire me. I, I, I'm, I'm in your thoughts. By the way, that's uh, that's Tom Nook and his family. How do you, front, do, how do the, you do that? This, of the doc, of the, yeah, the doc. I don't know what they are though. Are they raccoons? Is yeah, they're they raccoon dogs. Yeah. Tanukis. Um. Yeah. Specifically. The, Let me just run over a few details. The images. Wait, are Tanukis raccoon dogs specifically, or are they just? I think they are. <coughs> The images shown on screen right now are images rendered in Trey's brain. What you know, I, th- I think I think the case would 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 look something like this. Uh, the Joy Cons would look something like I don't know this, and then yeah, Japanese recommend. Yeah, it was, I, I I don't know. I think the dock would look something oh, like cool. like what's shown here. 
Just an idea. Just just an idea swirling around now, my Trey, head. They might look like Will that. the case be sold separately? If I were Nintendo, I'd sell them separately. <laughs> How much would you charge for this case? We actually don't even know what that is. I was baiting him because this is the wrong answer regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what it what they what they what they would charge for it. You fucked it up. Why do you, why do you ask? It's it's so yeah, the case is being sold separately. It's coming out March 13th um with the game as I thought. Without uh, the the console comes out without the game. Yeah, the console is just the is just a special edition console. You have to you have to buy the game separately. I knew it. All right, that's it. We're moving on. <laughs> Again, I knew it. <laughs> All right, guys, let's watch a few trailers. What is this? It might. I might. I might think it's just as E. <laughs> <laughs> See, Google's listening, man. Oh, it's the esports form for Will Mew. Wow. Forget E. Oh, forget E. Why did you call that E? <laughs> All right. We have three trailers this week. Um,. First actually came out last week and we forgot to watch it on the stream. By the way, the for podcast. anyone for anyone asking, this is the part that this is the part where we left off on. Yeah, basically. Well, the first two things we did were were, were things we didn't do yet, but yeah. Um, oh, this is not. Oh this man, is nice I, I really I really wish we had a timer. <laughs> we have we have the audio timer. Oh, we're, that's true. That's true. We're, 35 minutes in, basically. Alrighty. So we're at, we're at where we left. You know, give us a pers- you know personally, if I were that Nico... That was 35 minutes? 34. You know, personally... Well, it didn't feel like it looked... Like it felt way longer. You know, personally, if I were like Nico, I'd minutes. go by the audio timer instead of, like, the actual timer, which he probably didn't put up. Just no, a thought. actually... It did feel like 35 minutes. Trey's so big brain today. It felt like... Um, Galaxy, actually, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let that slide. Continue! I'm waiting on you, sir. <laughs> what? I got it. Show us All the right. gates. So we, on, a, we have a new Ghost in the Shell trailer for that for the Netflix show that's yeah, coming out. Yeah, remember that? Isn't that the one I, where I was like, I, I can't you. tell if this is good or not, but honestly, it looked like shit to me. Yeah, so you're going to have to have opinion again, because uh, I already watched this. Ugh. I did not it's watch It's strange. It. The animation looks good. The art style looks simple and weird. But just see for yourself. It's been a week since I've seen it too, so let's I just watch it. it. All right, let me All see right. this. Let me see this. Sack twenty forty-five. I am very cautious about this. Uh, it's only in my left ear. All right, there. God damn it. Turn it up just a bit. Dag. Dag. Dad. Okay. The hell? What is the, what is going that on? That does not fit. I don't understand. That that music does not fit. What is happening with the sound uh uh tracks? Is it like another video playing in the background? The effects look cool. Yeah. 
Okay. Um. To be honest, I actually doesn't look that bad. I I'm actually okay with how it looks CG wise, but yeah, the it's weird. The, yeah, the uh, the the models models. Wow, nice. <laughs> the models themselves look very like. How do I explain it? It's like clay. Yeah. Like a really like, they they look like clay, and it's really weird. And you so. can really see it on the the darker skinned guy. Yeah. Uh, his face is looks very like moldable. If, moldable. If you, if you know what I'm it saying. Moldable. Soft. Yeah. But I don't think it looks Squishy. terrible. The first trailer, uh, we even though we didn't get much, it like, uh, it felt like it was like. Eh. Yeah, the effects are really good. Yeah. That's really interesting. The animation's pretty solid. I yeah. mean, all the animation. I think it's not terrible. It's, it's just the it's just the style looks weird. Yeah. I think you described it well. It looks like clay. It looks like clay. Talking to your mic. I know. Get your hand out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> get your fist out of your mouth. <laughs> 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 like, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, get your fist out of your ass. So, okay. So I, was, so, I was right the first time, like, when the first trailer dropped, that it looks better once things are actually happening. Like, the action yeah. scenes look Because last time we basically or, saw a car stop. And then she got out, and that was it. Yeah. Like, you'll re- wow. it's one of those things where this is a movie or a show, or uh, I think it's a, a I think it's no, a, it's a show. I have no idea actually. Yeah, it's a series. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a eight episode thing or something. Like that. So yeah, you'll remember this That's series. The new wave. You'll remember this eight series episodes. for its action scenes. You'll think it re- looks really good for its action scenes. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, but I think like when characters are like That's standing cool around, it'll become very apparent. Like, oh, this looks. This looks weird. I wonder if this is going to get dubbed or not. What I was going to say is, um, you know how, like, gritty and kind of, like, dirty that Borderlands looks? Yeah. Because it's supposed to look that way? This looks like if you cleaned up yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. Because if yeah, you yeah, look yeah. back in the video, like, there are very distinct lines on their face, you know, yeah, for but details, if they were which, softened, is, yeah. which is what Borderlands does, except, you know, Borderlands yeah. looks gritty and this one doesn't. Yeah, they're very apparent and harsh in Borderlands. Yeah. This um, yeah. Back to what you were saying with uh, if they were going to dub. Netflix usually dubs anime. Mm-hmm. Um, 80% of the time, the dubs are absolutely dick garbage. <laughs> there's, Rip. There's a, there's a specific anime that I'm thinking of, uh, Aiko Incarnation. That dub is absolutely terrible. I couldn't believe my my ears. It's really oh, bad. Dear. Wow. Incredible. All right, let's yeah. keep let's keep moving on. Um, the studio behind Castle Crashers called called the Behemoth has announced their fifth game. Ah. Um, and the game is called Alien Hominid Invasion. For hominid. So co- this is a co-op ar- arcade shooter with a new with an all new. Reimagination of the studio's first game, Alien Hominid HD. Mm-hmm. So their first game, I believe, was like a Flash game. The Hominid. That also yeah. that also got ported to the consoles and everything like that. Is but now in, uh, they're doing like a reimagining of, of that game. The in the reimagining. That, uh, yes. The clusterfuck that we talked about earlier. Nope. What? Okay. What? what? The the uh, you said it was a Flash game. Is it in the oh the Flash oh version? in there? I don't know. That's a good question. Good question. I assume I it probably know. is. The guy doing all right. I would assume so. 
40 second trailer, go. Yeah, Count me, me down. Yeah, this is just a teaser, so let's just watch this real quickly. One, two, three. Freaking oh. Yo, he was just like. <laughs> he was like, fuck. I assume so. Forget only his top row of teeth showing. My behemoth. Ooh. Yeah, you can play it at PAX East or EGX West if you're going to those events. Cool. That's cool. So that's a game that's coming out. Um, people will love Castle Crashers, so I figured. That's something I got a remastered. Yeah, I think they came out with the, the remastered on all the consoles. I am a thousand percent confident that Castle Crashers 2 will never exist. <sighs> that's a big F. Oh, Indeed. Alrighty. All right, finally... We got the new Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer. This is the official theme song trailer for the game, um, because half this this trailer is with the theme song. Has any who hasn't seen this yet? I have not. I have okay. not. This is very good. I I love this trailer. Trace seen it. Already. I really don't need to say anything. You don't. You don't. It's it's just it just it's just play. Let's just trailer play. speaks for itself. I just this makes me really want to play this game. Count me down. One two three. That's counting up. So, what did you want to talk about? When spring comes, I'm leaving town. I'm going to Midgar. I'm going to be a soldier. The best of the best. Like Sephiroth. <laughs> Tell me. Sephiroth! Is it really you? Are we on schedule? Please, Mr. President, I am asking you to reconsider. No begging. <sighs> Director Twisty. The stench of the director's cowardice fills the room yet again. Mako supersaturation confirmed. Engaging materia cooling to reduce temperature. Madame Director, you have a meeting shortly. Stop. Your timing is impeccably atrocious. Oh dear. Oh dear. A man of my refined taste. Running out of butter. <laughs> Welcome to the Humvee Inn, Cloud. We heard about this before. If you guys remember this. Of the heart, a thing without shame, to which notions what of is gender that don't apply. Perfection. Not a word. Not even one. Cloud is gay. No. But you're so pretty. Oh yeah, you haven't played Final Fantasy VII. No. Today's. Well, Wesley, the rainbow is in the clouds. That's true. And so is the gay. You know what I want. A second dance. Just the two of us. So what the hell is it? A fascinating question. Is that Mufasa? I am that which you see before you. It's Mufasa. Nothing more. You're more like Scar, huh? Not Mufasa. Oh, that's what I meant. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. A touching reunion. Alright. Very, very good. And thus is the hypothesis proven correct. I can only hope you will continue not to disappoint. <laughs> 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 
That's my girl. Leviathan. Remember, we don't need more attention than what we're gonna get. Yeah, I Okay. Get them. I know these people, and I know they're never gonna let Aerith go. She's the last living ancient on the planet. Think about what that means to Shimmer's scientists. This is the source of everything, Genova. <laughs> April 10th, baby. Looks alright. Freaking looks alright. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that game looks fucking clean. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> this man's still staring at you. <laughs> what we got next? Oh. Wow. <laughs> that game looks cleanly. It's gonna be on the list to be partial game of the year. For sure. I think that's only the first part of Final Fantasy VII, by the way. There's more of the game, but we don't even have that. It's not even going to be out in April. I can't say nothing else. That game about to be nasty. <laughs> oh. I love how we say it's clean and we say it's nasty. Game about to but, be, it all, but it all means the same thing. Oh, game about to be disgusting, man. All of the like, all of the uh, uh, fuck am I, like 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 the secret bosses are gonna be in the game and more. Oh, what exactly? It's fresh out the. Oh, I'm very excited. All right, all right. We got a little bit of entertainment and tech news for you guys today. Um, it's entertainment news. Spoilers. So, well. Well. <laughs> You're about to find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Disney Plus is getting an anime. Okay. But it's an anime that's actually already come out. So it's called Marvel Future Avengers, and it came out. It actually aired in Japan in 2017, and it got two seasons. Hmm. That's cool. Um, this is coming from comicbookmovie.com. So now it's coming to the West. It's coming to Disney Plus. It's going to be... Um, season one will be will be available starting February twenty eighth. Um, uh, there's no information on whether it's being dubbed or just subbed yet. Um, we don't we don't know. I'm assuming since they're releasing it like one at a time, it'll probably be dubbed, but it could, I could be wrong. Um, and then here's a little premise of the show: Marvel Future Avengers was produced in collaboration with J with Japanese animation studio Madhouse and Walt. Disney Japan. Oh, Madhouse is on this show? Yeah. This? I don't like how this looks, but... The series follows okay. the adventures of Makoto, Adi, and Chloe, three genetically modified teenagers who have been raised by Hydra to believe that they are the heroes and the Avengers are the villains. 
They quickly realize Hydra's real intentions and join up with the Avengers as apprentices under the team moniker Future Avengers. I need to see this actually in action because so so far I don't like how it looks, but these characters, like the the main characters you just described, look way different than like the actual characters like Iron Man, Thor, and all of them. It's like really weird mm. and jarring. Um, I'll put a picture up, but like the these main characters look like they're from like uh uh. Like Beyblade or something. Hmm. But then there's like the Avengers. Yeah. I don't know. I I have to see it in action. Yeah, I was about to say. I'll, I'll see it when it comes out. Go for Looks it. interesting. Well, you know, sounds interesting at least. And um, there was another thing I wanted to talk about. Do we want to talk about this though? No. Er. I was about to say, I don't even know what it is. Neither do I. So there's a lot of stuff going on with Warcraft. So this is yeah, mo- no. this is moving into the news blast and the payload area of the of the podcast. Um, Didn't you say we we're gonna say? I that think we'll talk about it next, next week. week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Blizzard's uh, Blizzard's in hot shit right now. Again, I, I was about to say again. Again, These, Blizzard. Blizzard's fucking up. Again. Contrary to what we talked about earlier with Overwatch, they're fucking up. Blizzard's caught in the blizzard. Die. Uh-oh. Yeah, people were just. Would that just make them twice as powerful? Maybe they're caught in a heat wave. Maybe they're probably better, melting. yeah. Blizzard they're caught in Activision. That's what they're caught in. Well, how about this? Jeez. You're fired. <laughs> you sick. I like it. <laughs> Someone asked you. All right, let's just go into the news blast and let's 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 get these let's get these things moving over here. Go for it. Because we do have a lot. Um, first thing, I actually meant to put this in the window shopping, but I ended up here by accident. She make the back move. So there's something happening at Platinum Games right now. Uh, we have been seeing rumors and leaks about the Wonderful 101, which is a game that was on the Wii U by, by, by Platinum Games. It was exclusive to the Wii U. Um, and now we have wow. reason to believe that they're going to launch a Kickstarter to bring it to the Switch and PS4. Uh, um, they, Platinum Games just created a Kickstarter account. We, we've, we've seen that. There's been other rumors that they're going to start a Kickstarter. It's supposed to be happening today when we're recording this, but I haven't seen anything yet. Um, but while I was looking for that, there's also something else going on. Um, Platinum Games is teasing something with the number four. There's this, like, it's like, it's like 4.platinumgames.com, and it just, like, has this number four sitting there. And it's, like, gray and white, and it's, like, glitching every so often. People are immediately, their minds are going to the fourth near game. Their minds are going to the fourth Drakengard game. Um, a lot of things like that are going on right now. Because when I think of glitches and platinum, Nier Automata is what, or like Nier is what I think of. Yeah, I think Nier is what is what is the most obvious thing there. Remember, we've been talking about that they might be doing something this year because it's Nier's anniversary or something. Sure. Or was it last year? Literally, any I'll take anything Nier. I don't remember. Nier is dead. Nigga, they put, they put two B, into a uh, Soul Caliber, and she's clean. Mm-hmm. They had a crossover between Nier Automata and Final Fantasy fourteen. That fight looks clean, and the music that came from it is stupid clean. And just the game itself is stupid Free clean. Tim Rogers. I'm pulling up this link on here, Platinum Four. Yep, there it is. It has been announced. Uh, about the wonderful 101 thing. 
There is now a Kickstarter to bring Wonderful 101 Remastered into reality. Let's see what it's going to. I think it's... Let's see what it, let's see what platforms it's going to real quickly. Oh, that's not what I want. Wait, what? Turns out it is what you want. Whoa! Oh, they're announcing four things. Look at that. There's one spark. Whoa! Why is it spinning like that? There's one spark, and yeah. there's three other sparks that haven't been lit yet. So the wonderful 101 Kickstarter is what this stands for here. So there's they're announcing four things. That's what the four is for. Okay? So something near-related, a remaster of the first near game that we were talking about before, uh, something like that. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. All this glitching and spinning. There's a lot Cheap, of stuff going bro. on. Whoa, what's happening? Bayonetta. Whoa. We could be getting some Bayonetta related. We know that there's a third game coming. They've shown it, but we haven't seen anything about it in a while. So, maybe one of those things is that. I'm just looking forward to something. But we have the wonderful 101 is now being remastered. Um... I don't know why they didn't link me to the pick Kickstarter. I click on this. No, not again. Where's the Kickstarter? Hey. I can't find the Kickstarter, so That's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, but oh. it's a thing it's a thing now because they posted about it on the Twitter. Alrighty. Um, so there's that. Enjoy that. Sure. Moving on to more of the news blast. Bow. I haven't done these much since we started the podcast, but I mean to do them. So, for Games with Gold, with the month of February, we have, for Xbox One, we have TT Isle of Man, which is a motorcycle game. Um, that's an, that was not my first thought. No. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't think so. Really I don't think the same thing. Um, that's going to be available for this, whole, for this whole month. Then, for starting, at, starting in the second half of the month, you will get Call of Cthulhu, which is a game that came out, I think, last year or two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, mm. That and that and that'll be available. Ago. That'll be available throughout um, from the second half of this month or the first half of next month. Um, then for Xbox 360, you have Fable Heroes. Wait, they're doing? They're still doing that for Xbox 360? Yep, they still got games. Why? They still got games coming, man. Um, there's plenty. To, there's still plenty to go through, apparently. Um, so that'll be available in the first half of the month, and then for the second half of the month, we actually have an original Xbox game, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, the original Star Wars Battlefront wait. is going to be free. That one's not as good. I think they already gave away two. I, I bet they did, but that um, one's not as good. That'll be available you can't in the sprint that one. <laughs> that'll be available in the second half of the month. So that's I Xbox. Thought say, I, I thought you were going to say that. I, I think you get that in the second half of the game. <laughs> wow. Yo, forget unlocking. So that's Xbox's free. That's Xbox's free games for subscribers this month on uh, PlayStation Plus. You get Bioshock the Collection. Ooh, this will be starting tomorrow from when we're recording. So you'll have it wait by the time you guys hear this. A thousand percent downloading. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely getting that when I'm playing it when I get the chance, when I have the time. We already know. Um, the, the Sims Four. When you finish Kingdom Hearts, which is I mean, yep. that's a pretty big game. You're true. Yep. True. True. Indeed, it is. Um, for some people. And then you get a bonus game this month if uh or not if but you get Firewall Zero Hour, which is a first person shooter in PSVR, oh. which is supposed to be pretty good. I've heard right. it's pretty good. So download it just in case you ever come across PSVR someday. You can play it. 
Just in case you stumble upon a PSVR show. Yeah, just, just find one on the side of the road. <laughs> and then finally, we have Google Stadia as well. Google Stadia Pro subscribers can expect Metro Exodus and Guilt for free this month. All two of you. Um, yes. Both of you can sure there's so much that. here? What is all this? Huh? Why is there so much? There's so much. Because a lot of it's not stuff we have to discuss, but I want to go through it. Yes, sir. Um... Metro Exodus is that's the Metro game, and then Guilt is the is the game that's exclusive to Stadia, time exclusive that we talked about previously. Um, that's unfortunately supposed to not very be, be very good. But you just go for it. The <laughs> next thing we have today is Black Mesa, which is the fan remaster of the first Half Life game that that started coming out in 2015 is finally coming out of early access soon. So it's been in beta for a while now. Wow. And now it's finally releasing. Um, finally, finally. In their latest update for the game, developer Crowbar Collective, DJ, <laughs> excitingly announced Crowbar the news. Collective. Quote: After lots of internal and external testing, we will pass the build as needed and finally, 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 release Black Mesa out of early access. Just, just so you guys know that the first finally is in, is lowercase, regular finally, comma, finally in all caps. And then it's finally with three exclamation points in uh, parentheses. Yep. Yes, sir. It's like bacon, bacon, bacon. Um, Post-release, the roadmap for the game includes bug fixing, polishing art, and continual support for Steam Workshop. Fug fixing. Snake. Fug fixing. Snake. Snake. I'll occasionally like listen to a word, and I'm like, what if I just replay? What if I just switch the two first letters? And I thought fug fixing was. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. There's no concrete date yet, but the next th- the next major thing they're doing is coming out with the actual game and getting it out of early access. So if you're interested in playing Half-Life and you haven't played the first game, this might be the cool way to do it. It's I mean, you're going to support a developer and you're also going to get a really nice remastered version. like a re- Actually, it's more like a remade version of the game. All the cool kids are doing mm-hmm. it. I think I will play this at some point. Just I was playing Half-Life 2. I saw that. But did he actually play the first one? I don't know. He, he came in the room earlier and told me that he was playing half Because you don't need to play the first one. But you, you, under, you get more of the, you get the world and you, get the, you understand where certain game mechanics come from that lead into what Half-Life 2 is. Sure. But they are, they are their own thing, so you don't have to play the first one. So you can play Black Mesa, I get, though. I get you. Yes, sir. And it would be very fun. Um, next thing... Ori and the Will of the Wisps has gone gold. Yes! And that game is coming out March 11th. Yes! So be excited. Good. Please be excited, as they say. I am so excited. I have that game Who says that? pre-ordered from Best A lot Buy, of Japanese Collector's developers. Edition. Really? Yeah. Forget, and I'm going to be, be playing excited. it on Xbox when it comes out. Yeah, they say that. It's, it's, well, it's adorable. <laughs> so, Nico, would you, so like to repeat, would you like to repeat yourself? Nope. Okay. They got it. The camera was on me the whole time. Good. It's true. I hope so. It will be. <laughs> but that's yeah, up to Wesley. <laughs> um, just going to be cutting between me and Hug. It's just going to be like... <laughs> Next, The Outer Worlds is coming to Nintendo Switch ah, on March ah. 6th. Um, so if you haven't played that game and you want to play it on the go on the Switch or whatever, play on the Switch. It's coming out. But no um, matter how much you play that game, it sucks. Wow. Wow. 
I was gonna make the joke that now that I can now I can do nothing but on the go. No, it's actually very. It's, actually, yeah. it's actually a very good game. No, no it's terrible. Game. Worst game ever. Um. The it's a full it's a full it's a full price game. The physical copy of the game will not come with a cartridge. It so not. it's one of those games. Oh my god, I hate so, that so much. So just be mindful of that if you buy a physical copy, you will still have to put a code in and download it. Um, Alrighty. Yeah. Good to know. You can get a box. Get a box. Next thing's next. Uh, EA has we some has next. some positive words about next generation consoles. I don't care. You're wow. Very, uh, you're very adamant on EA being... EA big. Not uh, something you're fucking with. Continue, Hike. I don't like EA. So EA, ha- EA had an earnings call recently, as did a lot of companies, because the financial quarter ended in December. Um... So there's a few things out of this EA call. This one in particular, uh, the CFO of EA, Blake Jorgensen, um, says all oh, this. Man. As new consoles come out, I don't want to get ahead of our great great partners at Microsoft and Sony, but you should assume that the power of those consoles are going to be a lot better than the power of the existing consoles, which means a really simple thing. We can do a lot more. And sure. so you will start to see things over the next couple of years that we're doing with games that will blow people's minds. And that's the fun part of this business because we are going to see so much innovation, not just from us, but all across the whole industry. And that's why you've seen growth across the software business as part of this overall video game business in every single console cycle over the last what 20 plus years. And so that's where people sometimes get hung up. Um, they get too focused on the short term and not thinking about what's, what's transpired historically. And the power of the of the new consoles is going to be substantially greater than the existing consoles, which means we can do. A, why is he saying it, he's saying it again? And it's going to be. I guess he's he's talking to investors. They, he's got he's got to get it over, you know. Um, and it's going to be fun and great to see our how our existing games will evolve, like FIFA or Madden, um, but also see how new games will evolve or be developed under the, that much higher power. Yeah, so he's just excited about it. Uh, he also talks so about. You, so real quick, you said that he'd. Like some people don't think about the long term. I think he's just saying like some people get too focused in like maybe some things that go wrong in in uh, in games or things that just hadn't happened. He's not talking about EA in general. He's just talk, he's talking about games industry in general. He's just saying people forget how far we've come and how far and how much we still have to go in next generation. I was okay. Good. Good. It's good that I had that clarity before I said anything. Sure. Sure. Yeah. He also talks about uh, there was a change in leadership over at Dice Stockholm, um, and that they they got really strong traction going on the next Battlefield game, which is already we already know is coming out next fall. Um, cool. So that's cool. That's good. They're not gonna beat they're not gonna beat Battlefield to death because we you know we had a little bit, we had quite a bit of them in, in a little short period, time period there uh, with Battlefield and Battlefront, and then but kind of slowing down a little bit here. Yes. A Battlefield game that comes out a year into the next generation cycle is going to look really good. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, For sure. For sure. So I just wanted to get that out there. Though, as I said, coming from EA, it means like next to nothing. Next. Wizards of the Coast is opening a new studio with Bioware veterans called Archetype Games. So Wizards of the Coast is the guys that own the, the properties of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And all those kinds of, uh, you know, very RPG-like uh, properties. Tabletop. Yeah, tabletop properties and stuff like that. But they also have games. Um, they're opening a new studio with with um, some people from BioWare. 
So, unlike the other games on the way, um, Baldur's Gate 3, Magic Legends, Dungeons & Dragons, Dark Alliance, two of which we heard at, we saw at the Game Awards, the studio's first game will be a new IP, which is something interesting and different for them. Um, the studio's website reveals information about the game. It says, sci-fi game will be a story-driven RPG um, that aims to, to put the player at the center of an epic personal narrative with impactful choice. So it's a sci-fi game. It's a sci-fi RPG. And you think about, you bring bringing people from Bioware, that's a pretty perfect uh, pairing right there, you see. Um, and then the quote here says, Wizard, Wizard of the Coast's president, um, Chris Cox, uh, te right. teased what, their, what the new IP will entail in an interview last year. Quote, our first step is to build a franchise that will endure like magic in D&D, but we'll figure out the right platforms for that world to express itself over the years to come. When you say Wizards of, I think you're going to say Waverly Place. Oh. We think our strength is in creating fun, detailed worlds that players in our community want to immerse themselves in. Obviously, we have a rich lineage and a tabletop in tabletop and trading cards, but what our focus on it is developing a world that people will care about and then figuring out which platforms let people connect with it in the best possible way for them. Talking about they're going to build this game, then they're going to see where they want to expand it to next and kind of get people into the world. Because obviously mm. you have D&D, &D, which is, you know, role-playing, yes. and Magic the Gathering, which is a card game, like a physical card game. So yeah, they have that, that, that's cool, that's coming. Hmm. I'll try to get through the rest of these things, because I got to go soon. Um, oh. Next thing. Discord is uh, retiring two features, two more features that people really weren't using on their platform. Um, so you will no longer be able to use Discord as a game launcher, which you could do. Yeah. In the activity tab, when you first open Discord, whenever you first open Discord, there'd be a thing that says games that you like you recently played, and you can click on them, it would launch your game. Yeah. I had no idea it did that. Yep. Matt nah, doesn't. I knew that. <laughs> and then there was also... There was also in the activity feed that you could see like game news and stuff like that from developers and things along those lines. That's being that's being retired as well. Um, and this this is also coming shortly after they removed the ability to like buy games on Discord. Remember that? And there was also the uh, they were also giving away free games Discord Nitro, but people weren't really really using it, apparently. Um, uh, do I want to read this? Let me see. I mean, yeah, the focus is just to kind of get the get get the focus on, on Discord back on what it what it what it does best because you know people really aren't using these other features, so why are they going to support them and make it more busy than mm -hmm. it needs to be? Um, so that's all for that. Now here we have some exciting news. Nintendo's latest financial earnings results are pretty crazy, my guy. Um, the Nintendo Switch has now sold a total of fifty two point four eight million units. Nice. That's fifth. It's over fifty million now. That is now halfway, about halfway to where the PS4 is. That's probably past the Xbox One. We don't know because we don't know their actual sales to the Xbox mm -hmm. One. It's like four games. Uh, yo, <laughs> I've been waiting this entire time. This man been waiting for another numerical statistic <laughs> to say that. Oh God, Jesus Christ! And this is <laughs> this is as of plan, uh, this is as of December thirty first. So it doesn't include anything in this year yet. Because this is from last year's uh, financial earnings. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> this also means they've outsold the SNES, so they've topped their own console on that on that front. Nice. Um, the that conclude or that um, includes 47.3 million switches and 5.19 million switch lights. 
So there's about a little over 5 million switch lights out there right now. Those numbers do not add up, by the way. We are off by 0 0.01 on the total. Yikes. That's oh. probably because Someone's it's, made lying up, to us, it's made up somewhere else, probably. What the goo. All right. Um, on top, so yeah, on top of that, 10.8 million consoles were sold in just the last financial quarter of last year. Um, which is, I believe, what, October through December. And mm -hmm. then... Other big thing is Pokemon Sword and Shield sold over 16 million units by the end of December last year, meaning it did that in less than two months. Yes. 16 million. That's crazy. That's like a one to three attach ratio for the Switch. Disgusting. Um, to, to put this into perspective... Yo, <laughs> shut up. To put that into perspective... You didn't even stutter like that. To put that into perspective, Pokemon X and Y sold over 6.44 million units in its lifetime. 16.44. 16.44. So it, it's it's basically almost sold what X and Y sold in like two months. That's actually ridiculous. That's big Pokemon growth right Again, there. that's not even including anything that's been sold in January. That's nuts. Nuts. So... Because Clearly, people who wanted to boycott Pokemon, that didn't work. <laughs> Lol. First of all, wow, yeah. it's almost it's almost like I was right in that all of you who are com well, most of you who are complaining, you're gonna buy the game anyway. Shut up. Yeah, that's that's um that's a lot of people. Pokemon is definitely not dying. That's for sure. Nope. Um, and then lastly. A part of that. Luigi's Mansion 3 and Super Mario Maker 2 both sold over 5 million units each. So that so those games are doing well too. In their own respect. No 16 million, but that's still pretty that's that's a good that's a good chunk. What is that? A one tenth of the of the Switch's user base, so it's not bad. Sure. Yes. I got three more things for you guys. Retro Studios, currently working on Metroid Prime 4, as they, it's, it's also, it's been about a year since they announced they, re they restarted development on that game. Remember it's also that? pronounced Pime, but whatever. Forget Pime. <laughs> Man, it's just the completely R? omitting the R. Metroid, Metroid Pime. Um, they just hired DICE's art director. I'm not going to know how to pronounce his last name. I think his first name's Johnny. Let me, let me get, give it a go. Winnegish. <laughs> not even <laughs> close. Uh, Johnny Winnegish? No. Lungsta Lungsted. Johnny Lungsted? Lungsted? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think that's it. Yeah. Give it to Dice me. Dice is in, oh. in Stockholm, so that's where they, he's from, probably. Um, who has helped in the art direction for games like Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Battlefield yeah. Five, and uh, Medal of Honor? What other games? Yeah, art I direction. forgot about Okay. Art that's direction. True. Metal. We're talking about art direction. Uh, I forgot about Metroid. Art Direction. Uh, yeah, they announced about a year ago they restarted development. Yeah, remember? I remember. Or art Direction. And I'm waiting. Art yeah, Direction is my game. This also follows the recruitment of Halo, Halo series character <sighs> modeler Kyle Heffley, who was, who was hired this past October. Kyle right? Hefner. So, All these titans. Man. So that man's going to make some good-ass models for this insane. game. And then... On top of that, uh, the lead designer of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze returned Ooh. to the studio earlier this year as well. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, le level design is going to be crazy. All that. God status. Yeah. And, uh, lead designer is not what level design is, Wesley. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and who's, we don't even know if he's the lead designer on the game. He's just the lead designer of Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Well, maybe he's, he is doing the level design. That's what I'm saying. Who knows? Um, He's designing something. I'll tell you that. 
<laughs> Nico's just like fucking. <laughs> You're really not willing to give it up, are you? <laughs> He's like, no, guys, I swear I knew what I was uh, talking about. And that was uh, that was from Liam Doolin at uh, Nintendo Life. Doolin. That was who wrote that. All I gotta say is they hired some titans to do some. Do God's work over there, basically. And we're about to get something I mean, special. someone game, has to do my work while I'm away. That game better Against be coming something out. special. That game's not going to come out for another like, two years. Unfortunately. Probably. Don't um, say that. They restarted What, the fact that's not going to come I out know. for another two years? Don't. What part should we not say? The two years or the fact that it's not going to come out for another two years? All of it. Would you prefer three? I just want it. I want to Would you fast. prefer it as four whole games? I mean, it is like four whole games. That's true because it is Metroid Four. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read this next. I'm just gonna read a quote from this article, and then it'll describe what this this news is. This is from uh, is and this is from Vicky Blade over at Eurogamer. Hold on, Vicky Blade. That's a, that's a cool ass name. Yeah. Yes, sir. Also, having Blade as a, as a last name. Speaking first of, of speaking of uh, names, uh, Vulcan, uh, the support for C9. His last name is La Flamme. Vicky La Flamme. It's his wow. Philip Laflame. He's like, Philip Blargan of Seven Ochib. That's not what he said. <laughs> I don't know what he just said. He might have just cursed somebody out in Slovakian. Yeah, that's what Jeez. I'm saying, man. It was that sounds like Slovakian. It came from SpongeBob. Oh, okay. <laughs> you daft bastards. <laughs> All right. This quote says uh, Silent Hill movie director Christopher Gans has announced he's making not one, but two new video game themed movies. One based on the foggy town of Silent Hill, and another featuring the unsettling Japanese horror series Fatal Frame slash Project Zero. Oh, Fatal so, Frame! So we're getting bro. a new a new Silent Hill movie and a Fatal Frame movie. Wow! From this guy. Silent Hill is gonna be very scary. If go for it. There's been two Silent Hill movies already. I know. Yeah. But like now, like it's 2020 true. Silent Hill. I'm already yeah. skeptical. Well, of course it's a video well, game movie. Yes, but. These aren't like video games, like Sonic or. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you could easily just make a horror movie. Yeah. Ba- based in the Silent Hill. That's what I'm saying. Area and just call it Silent Hill, and it, you'd just be fine. They could. They could have done the same thing with almost every other video game movie. There are a lot of things they could have done easily that they didn't do. I get it, but it's just easier. Is what I'm saying. It's easier. All I, did, I know I, is when it comes out and it's trash, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I told y'all so. Uh, I did read that the Fail Frame movie is gonna be filmed in Japan to keep the uh, the na- the vibe that it's supposed yeah, to have. Yeah, Fail Frame. That's gonna be interesting too. I I definitely want to see that. And believe me, I hope it's good. Do I think it's gonna be good? No. We'll find out. Was that game dick? I can't remember. What Fail Frame? Yeah. Not Fail Frame was clean as fuck. Was it good? Okay. Yeah. I remember watching. There's um, multiple, isn't there? Uh, yeah. I remember watching a game of play. I think there was one that wasn't that great, but, mo- but like most of the series, like that game, like th- those games are clean. Yeah. Okay. And the last thing on our podcast for today it's is, pooping. and this was announced right before the podcast started, actually, Damon X Machina. Which podcast? Like which which one? The which? first one. No, okay. Just to clarify, just Damon X Machina, there. the game, the Nintendo Switch exclusive game, is exclusive no more. As it's uh, coming to wait. Steam on February thirteenth. Forget wait. It's coming to Steam in two weeks, actually ten days. Oh, wait, yeah. did that game already come out on Switch? Yeah. Whoa. Forget whoa. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. Here, dude. It was. All right. It wasn't very good. I don't think. 
I told yeah, I told you I tried the demo. Remember? You did. Yeah. And it didn't feel. But if it performs better, which it should on PC, maybe it'll be good. Actually, That's so upsetting. Let me just before we go, let me just look this up. Damon, what's our time? X Machina. We are about hour seventeen. So oh, we did a good job. You just had, you just had like I just remember seeing so much shit on the screen. I literally have to walk out of my house in ten minutes. So. It's a good thing we um forgot to record audio. Yeah, it has a, it has, it has a sixty-eight on Metacritic. Like, no. so it's not great. I pushed the button. Yeah, what? It has a 68 on Metacritic. So I saw you great. push the button. I did. 7.2 uh, for user score. I thought about it. Heavily, which is actually, actually. not terrible, because um, user scores can get pretty harsh on on Metacritic. True. Um, but if it comes to if it comes to PC, then it should run better, which also means that it should be a little bit better too. Because I think I I don't know how it ran on Switch in the real in the when after the game came out on the demo it wasn't it just didn't feel good. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, but and you were like, uh, I hope that they like change some things or like tighten up a few things. I don't know if they did when the game. Comes I read out, a review. I think not, but it wasn't great. But yeah, I mean, if if you're interested in it though, on PC it might be better. So look forward to that. Please be excited. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's enough. That's going to be episode 16 of the Market Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Remember to give us a like on the video if you enjoyed yourself and comment. We want to hear y'all's opinions on today's topics. Subscribe if you want to see more. And don't forget, if some of you bozers are sitting there wishing you could listen to the show while you're doing your homework, whatever y'all get in, I get it. Whatever y'all get into, look no further. We're on a number of uh, podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, etc. The list goes on and on. All links are down in the description below. Same goes for you audio listeners. If you want to see anything from the episode, hop over to the YouTube at Black Market Gaming. Show your boys some love, man. Ha. And remember, and remember, if y'all ain't watching us or subscribed to us on YouTube, the next time you get pizza, I'm gonna replace the tomato sauce with ketchup. Do you? Oh, that's just disappointing. Do, do How would that taste? Not very good. I don't like ke- the idea of ketchup with cheese on top of it. Um, bre- on like baked Ooh. dough. Here, here's the thing. Ketchup is almost always cold or room temperature. What if it was? Oh, yeah. It got heated up. No. Would that then make it, it worse? Or would that? Would, oh, it would that, get, that's it a would good point. Would that not be as bad? It, it wouldn't would, be as bad if it was baked. Would it get right? Like, no. Baked ketchup. Well, because well because if if you ever had ketchup meatloaf. Which I think my dad's making tonight. Oh, I have not. Yeah, I have. It's uh, it's yeah, that's what that's what like baked ketchup tastes like. Oh. So it's not as bad. Okay. I still don't know if I'd like that with the cheese. Though. I'm curious. I'm curious. Is that basically Grottos? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, literally. Hey, Grottos, would you like to sponsor Jeez. us? <laughs> I don't want to do that after that. After that. Uh, I have oh, a question. Try before we end. Do you think of those like right there, or are those just stewing in the in the oven? There was one that I thought of the morning of, but everything else has been like, oh yeah, he's doing the end of the podcast. What could I say? Okay, I could say this. <laughs> that works. Good on you. All right, sorry, sorry for the awkward episode, guys, but thank you for watching. Uh, uh, this has sorry. been Fuck the you. definitive edition. Thank you. Trey, do you have anything in your brain that was possibly cut off in the middle of the podcast that? didn't come out did we cut you cut you off oh no this is like the this is like the first time in years wow
Somehow we lose 35 minutes of the podcast and this is the best episode we've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah, it's like four times as good. All right. See you guys all next week. See, Haig was looking over for a second. He was like, I kind of want to end the podcast on that. It's like four times as good. And then that's it. But yeah. Uh, Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Fuck you.